Hi, I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Sales is Easy podcast. I audaciously claim that sales is easy if you just know how, and I am here to show you how. On this podcast, I'm going to be talking all things sales, getting more leads, following up, closing the sale down, upselling, downselling. I'm going to be chatting to people about their business and how they do sales, different strategies and different opinions. So let's get started and let's get selling. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sales is Easy podcast. This week I am talking all about the art of persuasion um, when it comes to sales and I have got so much to say about this topic. Um, I see a lot of people still using shady tactics when it comes to persuading people so I thought it would be really useful if I share with you what I do. I still hear a lot of people saying, oh my gosh, I don't want my sales to be too pushy. I don't want to be too much. I don't want to come across as desperate and all of these things. Um, It's funny because I see like a lot of people in my community saying that sort of stuff. And then I see a lot of the sort of bro markety, push it in your face, um, doing things that, that I would say aren't that ethical in my opinion. But here's the thing when it comes to sales that I think we should all realize is I want you to create a sales strategy that works for you and your business. And you'll hear me say this all of the time. And what I mean by that is if it feels uncomfortable to you, if it feels pushy and sleazy to you, then don't do it because it's not going to feel great for the customer or the potential customer either. So where I am with my sales strategy at the moment, my sales techniques, is a place that I feel really comfortable. I feel like I have got something amazing to offer. I feel that if I didn't let people know about it, then I would be doing them a disservice. And I use tactics and techniques that I feel are ethical and what I feel comfortable with. Now, if you take it back even three years ago, some of the things that I'm doing today, I wouldn't have felt comfortable with back then. So I'm very much encouraging you to be on a journey with this. Um, You know, I am the queen of follow-up. Somebody sent me a message yesterday. Um, I'd followed up with them because they'd inquired about coming to um, my Dubai retreat. And I um, followed up with them and I said, look, hey, do you still want um, a space? And she messaged back saying, you really are the queen of follow-up. And I take that as a massive compliment because I don't want to be one of those people who's saying you need to do all of these things when I'm not doing them myself. Um, I follow up with people all the time. I follow up with people seven times um, if I need to, because that is what I recommend you doing. Now, take me back three years ago. I wouldn't have felt comfortable following up seven times. I would have felt that that was pushy and that was too much. But here I am today thinking if I don't follow up with people, they might miss out and I don't want them to miss out because life is busy and they might have kids and a business and a side hustle and a full-time job. You don't know what's going on. So actually by following up with them, by bringing my product or service to the forefront of their mind, I'm doing them a favor. I think 
actually it's quite a kind thing to do to follow up I don't think it's pushy at all and whenever somebody follows up with me which is rarely to be honest but whenever somebody has followed up with me or whenever someone's um outreached to me I think oh my gosh that's so lovely that they've had the thought that they've gone to the effort um even if I don't want to buy the thing so that's uh, all being said that is where I stand with um how persuasive you should be is depending on where you are in your sales journey. However, I do see a lot of people who don't sell at all. They just tell. They just tell you what you can buy. Here's what's available. And, you know, we are in the business of sales. We do need to sell it to them. We do need to tell them the benefits how it's going to make them feel, how it's going to speed things up for them, what results they're going to see. Is there going to be a transformation? We do need to sell it. It's not enough just to say, this is what I'm offering, buy it or don't buy it. That is just telling and that's very different. So here is what I do to ensure that I am persuading the customers to buy and using persuasion techniques to make sure that the right customers buy as well. There's a couple of different things that I do. The first thing that I'm going to say is storytelling. Storytelling is such a powerful tool when it comes to persuasion. You might have heard me say this before and it's not my phrase. I wish it was because it's bloody brilliant. It's not my phrase, but I wish it was. Um, facts tell, stories sell. And it's so true because when you tell a story, um, you are taking your potential customers on a journey and offering them um, the opportunity to think, oh my gosh, I have felt like that before. I've been in that situation or that must have been really hard for you to be in that situation. And actually my situation isn't as hard as that. So if you can do it, so can I. Um, if you've read my book, Sales is Easy If You Just Know How, it's got a lot of stories in there. And actually in the notes section of my phone, I have a list of stories that I can tell. I often open um, a presentation if I'm speaking on a stage with a story. I might tell you the story of how I ran the marathon. I might tell you the story of how my husband proposed to me. I might tell you the story of how I manifested an Esther when I didn't have one in the airport and I was trying to get to New York. I have got stories that I go to because I know that they work to take people on a journey, to make them feel a certain way, to make them um, empathetic to my situation. And it's such a great tool. And now I go around all of the time looking for stories to tell people. And, um, you know, my husband works in sales as well. So we often, we're so cool. We often talk about sales situations, you know, when we get into a, a sales situation. And I always think for me, there's a story in that because if you've had a, a good sales situation, then great. Like what's the learnings? What's the story there? And if you've had a not so good one, same applies. Like what, why was it not so good? Um, and so, whenever I'm doing my Sunday night lives, I always think, oh, what's happened this week? What story can I tell to get people engaged um, and get them feeling 
feelings and empathetic towards your situation. Storytelling is so great. If you don't do it already, then start because it's a really, really powerful tool. And if you're listening to this thinking, I don't have a clue how to do that, Charlie, um, here are a few tips to get you started. First of all, know your audience, know your community that you're um, talking to. And if you understand the sort of things that they need to hear, their desires, what resonates with them, you're going to be able to structure a story that works really well for the audience. Start with a strong hook. Having something that's really going to grab their attention at the start of the story is um, is, is going to work really well. Like whenever I tell my marathon story, I always say to people, I'm going to tell you a story now that has absolutely nothing to do with sales. And you can sort of see people thinking, oh my gosh, this is a sales presentation and she's starting with a story that has nothing to do with sales. And when I finish the, the story, um, I go back to that point. At the beginning of this story, I told you that this story was going to have nothing to do with sales. But actually, by learning how to run and by running a marathon, I learned so much about sales. Just keep moving forward. Don't ever give up. It will get hard and at the hardest point, that's when you need to double down. And so I link it back into sales. Um, and, and, and structuring your story is absolutely key. Keep it really simple and really straightforward so that people can understand it really easily. But also be authentic. Tell people how you truly felt in that moment. You know, tell them the embarrassing part, the funny part, the part that you wouldn't tell anybody. You know, that is the moments that humanize you and make people think, oh my gosh, that happened to you? That's hilarious. That's the sort of thing that would happen to me. Or, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Um, The more authentic you can be, the more people are going to resonate with that story. But also it's going to build trust up with your audience really quickly as well. So many times, especially when I see presentations on the stage, people just go into reeling off facts, reading from slides. But by starting with a story, it really invites the audience in. It gets them on side. Um, And it's a really great way of starting. So I cannot, cannot stress how great storytelling is when it comes to persuasion. Okay, so let's talk about the key principles of persuasion and why we should be using it. So we want people to understand the value of our offer and the way that we are going to um, get people to understand just how valuable our offer is, is by showing them beforehand, giving them a little something before they have even purchased from us so you know when I ran my theatre school we used to give a free trial back in the day you know you could come and you could try it or like in the supermarket when they cut up a I don't know a new product that they're selling and you can try it try before you buy but for a service-based businesses it's not that easy but we've still got to do it so this is where your freebies um your opt-ins come in what can you give to your audience that's gonna show them how brilliant you are and the thing with freebies whatever you want to call them opt-ins whatever whatever name you use is 
because people have become so used to them, you need to make them better than they have ever been before. They need to be really good value. People are now precious about handing over their email address. So it's got to be something that people really, really want. And I'm going to extend that out as well to discovery calls. So a few years ago, getting people on discovery calls wasn't a challenge. You know, people would sign up to get on a call with me quite easily. Um, But again, this is something that I find my clients need to show them value of why are we getting on a call. People value their time so much. So, you know, having a roadmap call, having a strategy session, having a power call so that the customer feels like they're getting something out of it. They're going to be able to see the value and then you're going to be able to pitch why working with you is a really good idea. And what goes hand in hand with that, showing them the value of downloading the freebie, getting on the call, whatever it is, is then listening to what your client's biggest problem is when you enter that conversation. Being a good listener is absolutely key when it comes to sales. You need to listen to the problems that they have. You need to ask a lot of questions to uncover the problems because often times people will only give you the surface level answer and we really want to find the heart of the problem. You'll probably have heard me talk about this before but I see my potential clients like an onion and you've got to peel back the layers, really ask questions and work to understand what is going on at the centre of the person or the onion in this case. What a bad salesperson does is just comes along and chops the onion and gets straight into it. But we want to peel back and really understand. So being an active listener, asking questions and really, really working to understand the problems that they have. The more we understand the problems, the more that we're going to be able to persuade the person that what we have on offer is going to help. Now, building genuine interactions for me is absolutely key as a salesperson. You know, sometimes you might be on a call with someone and you think, actually, I wouldn't want to work with you. And I'm sure they're probably thinking they wouldn't want to work with me. By being my authentic, genuine self, I generally attract the right people for me to work with. And I think when I'm talking about persuasion, there's a fine line, isn't there, between, you know, convincing somebody in an immoral way that they should buy from you and actually persuading in a way that is showcasing what is amazing about working with you. And I feel that people tiptoe that and they're so worried about being salesy or being pushy that they just don't sell at all. Um, It's really key that, you know, we are our authentic selves. We are genuine and transparent but we can still use persuasive language when telling people why they should buy. Highlight the benefits, tell them what is amazing about working with you. Persuasion is absolutely a skill, a craft that can be learned and the more you do it, the better that you'll get at it. So get on a call, start having these conversations with people and remember 
what are the main reasons why somebody should work with you? What are the benefits? How will they feel? What results will they see? What transformation will they get? How will it speed things up for them? How will it change their average day? Um, How will it position them as an expert? What are you going to do for them? Make sure you're persuasive and really highlighting why they should work with you. It's not about forcing them. It's about fostering an understanding. Presenting a case that invites them to buy from you. But remember, when we are mastering the art of persuasion, we need to use persuasive language on our sales page, in our conversations, in our emails, in our social media. We are in the business of sales and therefore we need to make sure that we're selling. Okay, go out there, go and persuade people that they should be spending their money with you because quite frankly, you are awesome. Guys, if you have enjoyed this episode, I would love, love, love for you to share it on social media, send it to a friend, tell people why they should listen to my podcast. Um, If you want to drop me a line, it's charlie at charliedaysales.co.uk. Tell me what you thought. And I will see you next time.